And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 254, aka Year 6, Week 4, coming at you this week. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And since we do this as a call-in, uh, maybe one day you'll call. The numbers are 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. Uh, so what is going on with you this week, MC? Oh, uh, lots of stuff to talk about, I guess. But um, I, I wanted to start with politics, even though I, I don't really care about politics. I hate politics, politics. But, I hate it. But, it's so intriguing. But uh, I, I like to... Yeah, you know, we like to make predictions. We like to try to figure out uh, what what the rest of the country is going to do. And um, so, I guess, what do you think is going to happen with? Uh, uh, I forget his name. <laughs> Bernie Bloomberg? versus oh, Berg. yeah, Bloom, Bloomberg. What you know? Uh, Bloomberg thinks uh, he has a chance, even though he wasn't in the first two uh, primaries, but. So this is where being in New Hampshire makes me feel kind of isolated from the rest of the world, uh, or at least the rest of the country. In, and that may not even be a bad thing, right? But Bloomberg had uh, wasn't allowed to compete, right? Because of he, he's late to the party. So he did nothing going on in Iowa. He had nothing going on in New Hampshire. Uh, not a not a commercial. Not a yard sign. Not an interview. Like completely ignored uh, as he prepares for like the bigger states and the super Tuesday elections. So I hear, I hear nothing but murmurs about Mike Bloomberg. I go, man, we are whatever, you know, he's obviously not here. There's supposed to be something special about being the first caucus in the, in the nation and being the, you know, the first primary in the nation. And that's supposed to set the tone for the rest of the country. And like the people here, believe that it's like you got you got to win new hampshire to get the momentum and then bloomberg comes out of nowhere and goes like yeah i'm not even worried about those fuckers like just screw them we're moving on right because coming out of new hampshire you had uh you had bernie winning which whatever uh you had mayor pete uh out of nowhere as far as i'm concerned again just somehow killing it uh and then everyone else was like an also ran right? In, including every libertarian's favorite, Tulsi Gabbard, right? For whatever reason. And she banked heavily on New Hampshire. She was like, I'm, that's why I'm moving there. I'm campaigning there. She had a whole bunch of libertarian support behind her also ran, right? Joe Biden didn't even stay to the end of the poll closing, hightailed it to the Carolinas, right? Also ran. Elizabeth Warren, poor showing, also ran. Uh, Andrew Yang dropped out, right? Like before, before the biggest votes ever, you know, if, 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 if Bloomberg with all his money can like forego, uh, forego the, the first caucus and the first primary, then surely Andrew Yang with his money could have like powered through and, and went a little bit further rather than giving up so soon. And then I get a, I get a, a text message from a sometime caller and friend of the show. I'm just going to call him Cosmo. Cause that's what he calls in as. And he's like talking about Bloomberg. I go, I haven't heard shit about Bloomberg. He's like, Bloomberg was going to win the nomination. He might even be your next president. Uh, I go, well, like, what, the, what in the shit are you talking about, man? So I had to do some research. I was like, I 
hit the Google, hit the Google News, hit the politics section, because, again, here in my little isolated libertarian anarchist world up here, Mike Bloomberg, not even on the radar, even if you pay attention to politics, um, which I'm not, I'm not vested, I'm not involved, but I still pay attention, right? Like I've, I've said on the show before, some of what goes on, very intriguing, um, and it, you know, it's, I, I don't get, excited is not the right word, I, right word, I don't get excited by what's going on, but I am fascinated uh, by what's going on. And he goes like, Bloomberg, out of nowhere, just, you know, the, the rest of the country is talking about Bloomberg. I go, holy shit, he's right. You know, so I checked the betting odds, Bloomberg, still like, you know, still a long shot uh, to get the nomination, still a long shot to be president. Uh, and then I check again uh, this morning, just, you know, because I, I hey, why, let's see what's going on. And he's catching up, right? He's closing the odds. You know, if you, if you drop the bet on Bloomberg on Wednesday, uh, you had a, you had a much more chance of making big money than you did dropping a bet on Bloomberg today. Like the, the, he's closing, he's closing the distance so much so that he's close to being, uh, right, running right up there with the favorite Bernie Sanders, which I can see why he's the favorite. Uh, I don't agree, right? We're not, you're not going to get me to like approve, endorse, or, you know, say anything nice about Bernie Sanders, except for, yeah, I can see why he's the favorite. Uh, you know, consistent message, got the Joe Rogan bump, whatever. Uh, he's the one winning, right? Won Iowa, eh, close, right? Won New Hampshire, eh, still pretty close. And will likely, you know, has that momentum going forward. Uh, and yet, no, they're going to, nope, no one would ever vote for a socialist. Bloomberg. I go, what do you mean no one would vote for a socialist? He's winning. He's winning the caucuses. He's winning, he won the primary. He's got like the most support. Uh, the the most grassroots activism they're not going to screw him again maybe right that was that was the other thing that i told cosmo like if they screw bernie sanders out of the nomination again right the the like there's no chance that any of the bernie bros or any of that people support that campaign cast a vote at all right the, the that's like sh the democrats shooting themselves in the foot if he loses legitimately like fair and square up and up the the, the people have spoken and we want somebody else Maybe they vote Democrat, but if they go, if they go like, ah, brokered convention, contested and super delegates, fucking Bloomberg. No, there's no way the, 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 the Bernie bros and that group will like raise hell and throw a shit fit within the democratic party. <laughs> and that's pretty much like handing it right back to Trump. Uh, anyway. Right. So, so like I said, Bloomberg out of nowhere. And then today again, right. Going like, you know what? Hillary Clinton, vice president nominee. Why not? Just throwing it out there. He said that it's floating. It's those oh, are those okay. those are headlines oh. that Mike Bloomberg is considering uh, Hillary Clinton as his vice presidential nominee, right? Okay. Well, that would be horrible. It would be horrible, <laughs> <laughs> right? It would be horrible one. for him and everybody else, <laughs> right? But it's but that's what's floating, like, right? Yeah, because she's, if, she's she's a cancer, and if she doesn't understand that, then like they're gonna lose. Yes. But but if he does that, right? If he if he secures Hillary Clinton and all her political clout within the Democratic uh sure, sure, yeah. convention, right? He'll he'll win the brokered convention, he'll beat Bernie Sanders. They will have screwed Bernie again, right? And it'll be like the first time in history uh that Air Force 1 has an unfortunate mechanical malfunction and crashes, right? right? With <laughs> right. <laughs> because because why not? Let's yeah. let's look at the real end goal of Hillary Clinton here. It's not to sure. be fucking Mike Bloomberg's VP. Right. So yeah, I mean that's a biz bizarre, bizarre things afoot 
in in that in the world of national politics here in the United States right now. Yeah, but uh, even though that 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 big long conspiracy theory, you know, could could play out, like most likely it'll be something even stupider than that. You know, like politics is is dumber than you could possibly like making a fictional movie um, <laughs> or just crazier, you know, whatever. Um, so anyway, there's, there's lots of angles to look at it. Um, if, if you look at it, like, uh, why were people voting for Bernie versus uh, Hillary? Um, well, I, I think there's a lot of people that, that don't trust Hillary. So yes, um, I think that's within one of the, the party. So not not so much do they really want socialism or communism. I'm sure a lot of them do. I think at this point they do. At this point, I think he's got enough support where you, you can handily say that socialism is like the, it's on the, the rise. On the rise amongst okay. those people. So I would say I I don't really know s- s- so much, but um, he's definitely more likable than Hillary, and uh, so. He was uh, the alternative, and uh, sh- and she was cheating. So of course, uh, people were voting for Bernie just because that she was cheating um, in her debates and stuff like that. Yes. So, um, if if you look at it that way, uh, and then if if you were to put, I guess Mike uh, Bloomberg up there, uh, you know, there, there's. A lot of the Democrats that just want to win, and if Bloomberg seems like a stronger uh, person against Trump, then I think they'll just vote for Bl- Bloomberg. Um, I think there's a lot of Democrats that don't want socialism, and and there's a lot of people that that would vote for Trump or that voted for Trump last time because they didn't like Hillary, and they they would switch to basically just a different billionaire but just not so not as crazy as trump right right so i think right and so i think that would uh i think that would more likely play out than people wanting to vote for a socialist communist so i think if if bernie ends up winning the nomination then i think there's a, a, a good chance that he loses um and if bloomberg wins then i think there's a good chance that he wins Okay, that's kind of that, that. That was the same feelings that Cosmo uh, mm-hmm. iterated toward me. Right? Sure. He's like Bloom, Bloomberg gets the nod and could very well be the only now because Bloomberg's the the hero now, right? The only one that can run a a competitive campaign against Trump, right? And I, and I believe that. I I don't think uh, <laughs> is it because of the money I don't or s- because of the policies. Well, I don't see the 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 media. I mean, the media already tried to shut Bernie down before, and maybe. Well, I guess the media doesn't really matter because they tried to Trump, shut Trump down too, and they were ineffective. Backfired. At that. So, yeah. So it could backfire, and you know, for Bernie in Bernie's favor too. But I I kind of don't see it just because there's so much uh, uh, Trump support, right? So, um. I don't think there will be that much enthusiasm for for Bernie, even even if he gets totally screwed in the media and everybody says he was treated unfairly. Uh, it doesn't matter. There's still uh, plenty of support for Trump, and that shows up in the in the rallies. He even got more votes than all the Democrats did in their primary, uh, and he wasn't even contested. So, <laughs> um, sure. 
now are would you would you say that that could be a generational thing because one of the things that comes up with the bernie support um is his ability to rally younger people to support his socialist communist sure. programs yeah and i i think he will get a lot of younger people but historically younger people don't vote so eh, it doesn't really matter well, which again is why if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, they'll lose that whole like voting block, basically. It, it was never there to begin with. So you don't think the younger people that sit, are coming out for the primaries to support Bernie are like going to continue to support him through the the, to the, the primaries are much more uh, a, a smaller thing that that uh, activists have more control over, but when it comes to the general election. Uh, then they they completely lose that ad- that advantage. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't think uh, when you say will, lose the advantage because they'll more people from other demographics will outvote them, or you think that the activists yeah. lose some support and they they give up? They they work well. They're just hard all the way through well, the primaries. Just, there's just far far fewer people voting in the primaries than they are in the general election. Right. But that so doesn't they, mean that voting block goes away. It just means that they're ineffective when it comes to their well, percent the vo- of the general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that, that they're a very small percentage at that point. Okay. And so then it becomes you know just the normal average people that aren't really into politics uh, that that don't have any clue what's going on, uh, just going to vote because it's their civic duty and uh, making bad decisions. No, so, <laughs> and well, that it's not happens like, anyway. But th- it, there's no possible way for them to make a good decision because they right. weren't they weren't there at the primary. So maybe maybe Tulsi was the best out of maybe Andrew Yang, maybe Bernie's the best one out of all of them. Who knows? But the vast majority of people aren't voting in it, so it doesn't matter anyway. Okay. <laughs> I mean, f- fair enough. I just when I when I look at when I look at the amount of support that Bernie has, I go, it's the younger people, and part of me goes like. I see their cons- I see their concerns as valid, right? I get it. Uh, I'm like I'm I'm. I th- did we discuss this before? Like I'm right on the cusp of the millennial generation. Like I'm I'm the 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 zennial half millennial half generation X whatever <laughs> yeah. generation, right? I'm like so I'm right. In between. So I look at it and I go like I see their concerns, right? Yeah, there, I mean- there's a lot of problems with the way things have been done up until this point. I don't agree that the the Bernie prescription is what's going to solve it, but when yeah. when you look I mean, at there's, the, the there's, big concerns, there's tons of, of memes out there like like oh the 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 government and the and the billionaires are uh, corrupt. So what do we need to do? We need to make government really big, like right. So stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. <laughs> but 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 when when you're when you're you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, right? Looking at you, looking at low-paying jobs, carrying a lot of debt, um, you know the the inability to pay for uh, medical yeah. services. And so the one I, thing I, I will agree with with on from there from the left's perspective is, well, if if uh, if if what we do crashes the system, then then we'll just crash the system, and and uh, that's kind of what you know Marx talks about, uh, and you know as as his prescription you know just 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 crash it because you're not happy anyway uh just blow it up and do something different and and but i don't think what they i don't think they understand is that what happens is people end up starving (laughs) 
And they're going to be the ones because they're all, they're already oh, yeah. at the bottom of the food chain. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the the rich people aren't going to go broke or right. you know, or starve yeah. to death first. Right? right. Like you without a job and you know high debt and and you know low skills. Right. You're going to be the first ones dying out in this. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. But are, are you hearing crash the system from uh, people in the Bernie camp? Because I don't hear that necessarily. No. I hear that only if they screw Bernie again. No, it's just the, the their their lack of uh, attention to the to the potential consequences. Okay, it's basically what what they're saying is we're not happy, but they're not looking at you know oh well we could turn into Venezuela. Well, how happy would you be about that? You know, <laughs> well because they're going we could turn into Norway and look how great that place is. Mm. Right, that's that's the other side of the socialism coin. Well, if, they look at. I it. mean, if you if you look at United States politics not likely uh norway's a much smaller country with much fewer people and it's easier to you know control a smaller smaller amount of people okay um but if you look at politics in the u.s it's like it's it's uh fundamentally broken except for uh, so i just went to a conference yesterday uh it was talking about uh effective spending caps in in the world and uh, i can't remember switzerland or sweden but um Anyway, one one of them has, uh, you know, like a fifty percent tax, but their government is not growing anymore. It's 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 growing uh, at the same rate or less than the the private economy. And in Colorado, they have low taxes, uh, and but they also have a spending cap, and so the government is growing, at, you know, same at less than the the free market. And so if you have a situation like that, where uh, as long as the government is isn't growing faster than than the the rest of the market, uh, then it can be successful. No matter how much government there is or how much taxes, it's just the the, the rate of growth is is what uh, matters. So, okay. um, are are we is the U.S. likely going to get to a situation where uh, the the government stops growing? And I don't think so. I think it will turn out to be Venezuela. Why? Because uh, it's very corrupt in in, in the U.S. and uh, the the more corruption you have, the the more likelihood that it'll turn into Venezuela. So yeah, I don't I don't think uh, there's a possibility of the rate of government expansion in the U.S. stopping. Yeah, I would agree with that. So so based on the that uh, conference that you went to, the was it the the rate of government growth is the deciding factor on whether or not the government can be successful with a socialist type economy? Sure. Okay. And but there's a lot of things that that come into that and one of them is the size of the, of the country. So the smaller a country, the easier it is to have uh you know, the easier it is to manage it. Like there there's these people that that think that uh the the entire US with all its, you know, crazy amount of diversity and uh you know, immigration and, uh, um, you know, all different types, you know, just the position it has in the world, you know, the wealth it has in the world. And, and they, they, they think that it can all be managed out of Washington, DC. It's insane. You know? (laughs) And so we can agree. And so that's why we can, when we, when we break it down to individual States then we can say, okay, well, what works in these, you know, in different States and what, who's succeeding and who's not, you know, California is failing and uh, people are moving out of, California moving to Colorado um, because they have a functioning uh, uh, limit on how crazy their government can get. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. What were we talking about? Bernie. Oh. Oh yeah. Socialists and the, the millennials and and voting and so anyway, yeah. I think uh, I think there's a lot of people that are rational uh, about um, understanding that that Bernie is a socialist and that it's a bad thing. And I think when it comes to the general election, I think they'll look at the two options and and be like, uh, you know, we hate Trump, but. He's not a communist, and and so either it's either better than not, socialism. Either that they they won't vote because they don't want to vote, you know, for for Trump, or uh, or they vote for Trump. So that's that's my two cents. Okay. And then if it's Mike Bloomberg, I think it'll just be a protest vote against Trump. Like, okay, uh, we'll get somebody who's uh, doesn't uh, tweet like a like a I don't know insane <laughs> madman. Yeah, not even. Insane man, man, just like crazy. You're drunk like Uncle Joe, yeah, like like an annoying, uh, petulant uh, child. Ch- yeah, childish. I think that's childish is is the way that the left would view Trump the most, like just petty and uh, childish. Sure. Even even though a lot of times he's right, like when he says fake news over and over and over, that could be seen as childish from one point of view. But yeah. there's a lot of truth in that. I mean, you can't even turn you can't turn the news on and expect to be given uh, valid information. You always have to fact check it, and then ninety percent of the time, there it's it's less than fifty percent true. You know. So when it comes to Trump and doing that, then is it less the message and more the messenger? Then, like if like if Obama was saying, well, you can't you just, you just can't trust Fox News. You know. Well, they, yes, they don't present because they don't present. If if Obama says there's an immigration problem, no problem. If Trump says there's an immigration problem, oh my gosh, he, he's just a racist. racist. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and of but course Obama did say, say there was an immigration. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so did Hillary, and so did Bill, and you know, on and on and on. I mean, uh, they've they've all done it. Uh, I think Obama Obama's administration is part of the problem with the you know the concentration camps that were built. I think you know those were his fault. Um, you know, I don't know how much he had, how much input he had on them, but okay. uh, it happened under his watch. So, so with Trump, it's le- it's less about what he says and more the fact that it's Trump that want to say it. Like of he, he does, he does just like I have a very abrasive delivery. Right. Uh, he has a very childish or child, yeah, childish is the word I'm looking for. Childish mm-hmm. delivery that mm-hmm. pe- that annoys people who think he's yeah like, supposed he- to be some highbrow president of the, of the United States. But so I would say uh, the worst part about Trump is that he does it intentionally. So he knows it's going to trigger them, so he <laughs> triggers them. That's what makes him popular and that's what works for him. That's what gets him, you know, his that's how he gets his base. Yes, rallies um, the base. Trigger so, the damn libtards. And and that's, you know, what you know, the part of populism which is uh the 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 people that that like you are the people and everybody that that is against you are not the people and that's the that's what you get into the the dangerous part but at the same time i don't see trump as a big threat of course the left does because of the left but uh, big threat to the country or well to to the way things work because okay uh, imagine if you know the the people that trump says is my people was like 80% of the people then uh they could you know, politically make it really hard, uh, and, and, you know, hurt, you know, physically hurt, uh, the, the other 20%. I mean, okay. Um, so that, 
that would be dangerous. So and it's so it's better when it's more split. It's it's safer because there's enough resistance against Trump, right? I mean, imagine if if way more people were supporting Trump. I mean, uh, then you know, it, it would be it would be worse. <laughs> okay. So I had a I had a customer come in uh, to my my job today, and apparently, you know, he had it. He had his Trump beanie on. First time I've ever seen him in a Trump beanie. Said he was at the rally here in uh, Manchester, where I currently reside, uh, and you know he he was excited, like he was excited for Trump. You know, he's like he he was he did his best um, to be civil in the conversation with me, and I did my best uh, not to trigger or provoke him in any way, because again, like the guy, didn't want to get into a big argument there over that much. Um, but his rationale was. You know, uh, he said that uh, Trump Jr. came up and spoke first. And, you know, he said, like, the quote that that stuck with him from Trump Jr. was, like, uh, my dad needs this job like he needs a hole in the head. Meaning, he doesn't need the job, right? Like, the, the it's a very stressful position for Trump. Uh, he doesn't need the job. He doesn't need the money. Um, you know, and, and so for my customer... We, we already know that, though. Right. <laughs> he doesn't need that. He's a billionaire. Who cares? He's right. doing it for his own ego. <laughs> So, okay, so that's where I'm going to stop you because for in my in the perspective of my customer and a lot of other Trump supporters is not that Trump is doing it for his own ego, but he's doing it for us, the people. Yeah, he doesn't save need the, the job. He doesn't need the money. He's doing it for the country. He's doing it for the people. It's it's a very uh, benevolent position of which sure. Trump is coming from. And of uh, course, that's what he would want people to think about him. Of course. And that's what he, <laughs> I mean, that's the takeaway from the rally. <laughs> and you know so 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 to add, like again i'm not i didn't want to provoke a discussion just just get the <laughs> hell out of here man i was like whatever you need to think man like whatever what if that's what you think fine by all means um yeah well whatever, trump, trump, whatever trump is believe. so benevolent and uh and uh you know what's the guy a uh, silk road guy is still in jail so ross Ulbricht. Yeah. yeah that was the other thing that so they did an amazing uh, the Ross, Ulb- I don't want to call it a protest because they they were trying not to be protesters, but they did mm-hmm. an amazing thing in front of the Trump rally where yeah. they had the they had the free Ross signs and um, one of the the higher ups, I guess, high ranking party members, I guess, around here um, actually had a laser mm-hmm. that he went from the uh, the building across the street mm-hmm. and had like a free Ross uh, laser show across mm-hmm. the the the, uh, the the top part of the arena. So. Right. I thought that was really cool. Um, did we talk about it uh, on this show? Um, Ross's mom was in town a couple of weeks ago, so she came out to dinner, and I had a chance to talk to her. Do you remember oh, we good. talked about that at all? Yeah, I met her too at the Anarchapoco, actually. Okay, um, so she was at dinner. I just I happened to be sitting across from where they like saved a seat for her, and one of the things that you know I asked her about it. I said, you know, with 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 the with the mainstream media, right? The way that the Ross uh, situation is covered is that he was you know a a drug dealer of like the worst kind facilitating drug sales across the internet you know like and that's frowned upon um by the by the mass public so that's a hard that's a hard sell to get people to rally behind like this you know kingpin drug dealer and how he's been portrayed and you know so they're they're always like petitioning trump uh, or trying to petition Trump to grant Ross clemency. Just like, yeah, seven years, Ben, like that's enough time. Let him out. Just let the kid out of jail. Uh, and so one of the questions that I asked her was, 
uh, is 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 it a good strategy to keep pitching that to the conservative to the conservative party in charge, right? Like Republicans are notoriously uh, hard on crime and, and hard on drug crime, right? And like you know, the war on drugs, um, whereas the the Democrat side, the more liberal side, is more open to drug use, right? Like legalize marijuana, you know. Mm. Let's let's give the 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 uh, heroin addicts, uh, you know, fresh needles to do their stuff, right? Like, would it not be, you know, and my question for her was, would it would it not be uh, a better strategy to petition the Democrat candidates in town, right, and and see if you know see if you can impress upon them that if they promise to uh, grant Ross Ulbricht uh, a pardon or clemency or whatever, that the the whole lot of the libertarian votes would suddenly swing their way, you know, and because it's a drug issue, it's, it's more likely to land well on, on liberals and on the Democrats and on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and the response that I got from her at that time was we petition who's in charge, right? Right now, none of those people have any power to mm-hmm. do anything. So we're not even going to bother if they win the nomination, if they win the nomination and become the next president, then we will go after those p- folks. So it's 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 always going to be in in her mind. It's just like you know petition petition who's in charge, whoever mm-hmm. that may be. Um, mm-hmm. Even though you know petition who's not in charge, you know with the with the promise to do it if they get in charge. Uh, in my in my personal opinion, may be a better strategy. Right. Or I mean, another strategy too is is find a way to say okay, we've got you know five hundred thousand uh, people that that want uh, Ross free um, and try to convince them that these people will not vote for you next time if uh you don't let them go so if you don't yeah yeah that that might work but uh how how do you convince somebody that that these five hundred thousand people will actually do that and so maybe there has to be a new petition because there's one petition already but uh there should be another one that's that's basically threatening uh you know to 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 kick uh, trump out if he doesn't yeah, and and that's part of it, right? That's that's part of what I'm saying is like you you keep barking up this, you know. I'm I'm trying to be nice because I'm very sympathetic to her situation, um, mm-hmm. but you keep barking up this tree that isn't it isn't even in my mind like the likely tree to to help your situation, right? Like, you know, again with with Republicans with conservatives being hard on drugs, hard on crime, it's unlikely that even if you you know even if it's warranted, which it completely is. Because the sentence was way too cruel and unusual, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that they're that it's going to go over well with their base, right? To let a drug kingpin out of jail, uh, you know, in the eyes of in in the eyes of the base and in the eyes of the 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 average American, the way that the 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 way that the crime was portrayed in the news, mm-hmm. right? If you, the average yeah. the average person doesn't even know uh, the, uh, the the Ross oh, the situation. Person. Yeah, doesn't doesn't even know anything about it, and they don't. Even, most people don't even care, um, right? But the average yeah. the average informed person believes that he's a a, a drug kingpin, right? It's it's the yeah, handful I, of actors. I don't, I don't think so. I, um, I think it's a case of uh, the bureaucracy, um, just taking it too far, and I don't think the public, uh, one way or the other, really cares or knows. Okay. And that and that happens. It's not, there's there's lots of times when the when the government like one one guy got uh, sentenced for to twelve years in prison because he handed his cell phone to the guard in the prison. 
Right. And, you know, it's like, of course it's stupid. Uh, the, and the judge told him, uh, you're lucky that it's only 12 years. <laughs> right. So I came down, I came down on the other side of that one. That was, you know, they tried to make that a race issue. Right, like, oh, I, you know. no, I, I'm not saying it's, you know, it was a race issue, but what I'm saying okay. is it, it's a bureaucracy problem. Sure. Um, and, and there's, there's no consequence to the, to the judge for doing something so stupid. Sure. But let, let, let me just say this, that if we're talking, if we're talking about the same case, right, from, from, from my perspective on that particular case, I go, how the hell do you not know you can't have a cell phone in jail? Right. Like that was, that was well, not, that was not a okay. mistake. But that he's was purposeful. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But I. I, I don't thought, know either. I'm going to speculate that everyone who everyone who gets arrested knows you cannot take your cell phone to jail. No, but he was getting booked, right? Yeah, they like it was. It was in so, a pocket or whatever. So my, and they didn't my, confiscate it from him. My my point is, who cares? He's getting booked. He's not in the prison cell yet. It's like, oh, I you know, here's my phone. That doesn't mean you should get no, more no, no. prison okay. time for it. <laughs> no, it, okay. So maybe maybe well, the, maybe it, I read the article wrong. He, he he got past booking, but carried it into like into the holding cell, right? Like not not convicted of a crime, not you know, not anything like yeah. that. But and so, so I don't know. I mean. I, I like really when, they strip, when they strip I, you down really, and give you the prison garb, you know you're not supposed to have a cell phone. And if you if you carry your cell phone all the way to the jail cell, right, you get locked in the cell and then go, oh wait a minute, guys, my phone, my phone, you you know, like I'm okay, I'm calling I, I, a little I, bit of BS. I didn't on that. I didn't read it in in that way. I, I read it. I just skimmed over it very briefly. I I I heard it was in in the booking process. Okay. So it's like he hadn't totally given up his freedom yet. He didn't, you know, totally understand maybe that uh or or didn't want to. I mean, it's it's one of those things like 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 a rational person can be like okay, I I I know what to expect and 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 whatever. But, you know, there's a lot of people in the world and they do a lot of things and it's there there's no reason to throw a book at somebody for that. Like even, I agree that it's harsh, but at the same time, I'm less sympathetic because you know you're not supposed to have a cell phone, right? If it was a, if it was a, like if it was a protest thing, like we're doing civil disobedience, you know, kind of a thing. Like I can get behind that sort of stuff, but the the obvious the obvious stuff, like well, yeah, you know, you should know better. Like oh my god, they gave him ten years for you know for uh, for shoplifting. I go, well yeah, because you know you're not supposed to steal. Right? No, I, I get, I'm, I'm I get a little, that. I'm a little less sympathetic toward that. So, so I'm a little less sympathetic towards. I hey, I so you, you locked the door and I still have so my cell phone. Now what, let's, guys? Let's let's put it this way. Uh, let, let's say the situation. He's he's getting booked. He's still got his normal clothes on. Yeah. And then he pulls his phone out of his pocket and says, "Here you go." What do you say then? Do you say, "Oh, well, you know, you should have known better." You you know. It's okay if they give him more prison time, or, or uh, you know, if that's I, the if that's the case, I'm on your side. If they're okay. like, you know, we're we're compiling now, if, all your possessions. If they've already got him in the prison clothes, I can see. Yes, okay, he should have been uh, phone free at that point in time. <laughs> you know, or, I can understand or after it. Booking, but, right? They take your possessions. They take your possessions. And they inventory it. They mark and that's, it. And that's kind of where I think some something got messed up. Where. They they took his stuff. He probably still had his own clothes on, and then he reached his pocket accidentally said, in the pocket. Yeah, 
whether it was accident or not, doesn't matter. I think, you know. No, that, you, that's where you, I'm you drawing your, the line. You got your, sh- you know, because uh, a phone is like an extension of you almost. Like you don't go anywhere without it. And so I could see, you know, myself included, you know, <laughs> getting booked and just being like, uh, when am I supposed to let go of my left arm? Because, this, you know, that's kind of what a phone is. It's like it's a part of me. You know? All right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it would be hard to give up. Even, even okay. you know, getting booked, you know, it would be like, you know, at what point can I no longer touch this thing that I'm just so used to holding all the time? Um, and so I, 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 I want to say I can see your point, but I, I so, have been – go ahead. No, I, I, yeah, I, I understand from where you're coming from. But so where I draw the line for me would be uh, my clothes. So once I no longer have my clothes, then it's like, okay, well, that's, you know, goes in the, my clothes pocket. And now it's no longer part of me. So, <laughs> so I, I was getting booked one time and I had to negotiate to get my glasses out of my possessions because I, I wear glasses right. um, and I had my contacts on at the time. And so from that point, like every time I get pulled over after that, I immediately like once, once, you know, the officer goes back to his car, I fucking take out my lenses. I put on my glasses just because I don't want to, I don't want to get booked into jail wearing contact lenses and then not being able to see while I'm in there because my glasses are, you know, with my stuff. Right. So they take all that away. and I go, Hey, I need my glasses. And they go, it's already booked with your stuff. I go, well, that's unacceptable. We need to work something out. Right. So I had, I had to negotiate, like, I think I agreed to like sign the form, right. And not, and not, you know, play that game if they agreed to give me my glasses back. Mm -hmm. So, so having been booked, right. Like I know that at some point, like during that process, they have all my stuff and regardless of where, whether I'm wearing their clothes or my pants or my shorts or whatever, right. Like nothing of mine nothing of my possessions should be on my person right they they mm-hmm. they they they, t- they cut the string out of my pants they took the laces off my shoes right. there's no way i'm allowed to have a cell phone so so 12 years yes very serious got it fully support that however you know you have to know deep down and i don't think this was like a first offense either like this dude's been booked before deep down you know that you're not supposed to have a cell phone. And so when they go like 12 years, 12 years for a cell phone, I go, yeah, cause he was dumb. He was playing a dumb game. He got caught playing the game and you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I get it. He's a black dude. We can play the race <laughs> card, but if a white dude like tried to sneak your cell phone into the jail cell and then, Oh, sorry guys. I just, I forgot my cell phone. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with, with, you know, the book being thrown at them either. Right, because it's 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 silly at that point and kind of petty, uh, petty on both sides, in my point. And it's you know it's 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 a game. It's a silly game that if you play and you win, you know, fantastic. You're like you're the prisoner with the cell phone now. All of a sudden, if you can get a charger, you know, you can hide yeah. that shit for as long as you can. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah. I read I read the story again. Apparently, he did uh, take it to the to the cell. That's what um, I thought. But from his point of view, he he wasn't hiding the cell phone they didn't uh, take it from me so i was. guess i can keep it um, no well you know better. so so anyway his 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 phone ran out of battery charge so he asked the guard hey can you charge this for me and even dumber it, and gave and gave it to him right and so then that's when he got uh caught right um, even dumber even so dumber from, so from his point of view 
you know, may, you know it, to, you're maybe, saying he didn't know because he may, was willing to turn it into the guard. That foolish. Who knows? But maybe he's just really stupid. But All to right. me, it's like uh, to me, it's a bigger problem with the, with the correction officer for for you know not for knowing that it. he had a cell yeah. phone. Yeah, sure. just for missing it. So it's like. You know, if, if I look at it as a game, like no harm, no foul. It's like uh, if if there was some um, I don't know coordinated effort between the guards and the and the prisoner. Uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe one guard patted him down and gave him a wink and said, "I oh, just hang on to this. You know, I'll be I'll be <laughs> yeah. your buddy." And then he just turned it into the wrong guard. All right, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but. Yeah, I, but yeah, I he know. made it well past booking before it was like, dude, you you know you're not allowed to have that in here. I'm glad I'm, I'm <laughs> glad you found the story. <laughs> Cause, cause no, no way, no, I don't believe anyone. I don't believe anyone. If my dad got arrested for like his first time ever, I think he would know better than to than to try to than to to take take his cell phone into the cell, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. There's there's got to there's got to be a line of common sense, and maybe if you're that dumb. Right, you do not belong in public society anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's like you're the kind of retard. You just got to keep off the street. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm not convinced of that. I I do think it's harsh. Yeah. Um, no, well, among people that that uh, are low intel lower intelligence, there's there's a higher rate of theft. Um, so well, there you go. Uh, I I like uh, Jordan Peterson's uh, thoughts on you know how to make the world a better place and. And he says, um, childhood nutrition, because you raise the IQ on average, and uh, then there's you know less thieves. <laughs> you know? Sure, why not? I mean, it's got, it's got to start. It's got to start somewhere, and if it's going to start with the children, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, nutrition, education, you know, respect, kind of a thing. Not necessarily like respect for authority, but well, respect for property of other people. Well, values. I mean, yeah, just. Uh, just basic courtesy, you know, not not even respect. I mean, respect is sure. a, it's kind of a loaded word. All right, fair enough. I'm not hung up on the word. Just yeah. kind of a, kind of agreeing with Jordan Peterson there. Sure, sure. Um, and if that if that's what it takes, you know, fine. Like I don't, I I I don't get hung up on like what'll make it work in the long run because all of that's like untested theory. But I can get behind I can get behind making the world a better place for the next generation for children coming up and hopefully hopefully they'll do the right thing rather than get behind a socialist just because you know they're feeling down and they want rich people to pay for it <laughs> like that doesn't right. fly yeah i i don't know i don't think it'll happen so what uh oh my gosh back to bernie then um so if if bernie wins um let's look at this as, as a positive thing uh Maybe maybe we'll get more friends out of this. You know, <laughs> at least we'll get some more people against the government. And you would think with Trump, and there'd be a whole bunch of people against the Trump uh, against the government, but they're not. Um, they're just against Trump. Uh, so that's unfortunate. Um, but if Bernie gets in, then it'll become uh, you know the the, the free people against uh, against the government again. So you know, could maybe. It could you know? I'm I'm always happy when the government does something really stupid, and then we could say. Hey, look, you know, government's dumb, a dumb idea. Uh, Anarchy is should, the way. Maybe you should come to our side and be like, stop kissing the boot so much. But usually it doesn't happen. But, you know, some, some people it works, you know. 
then and that'll will lead into this then because that's another gripe uh, that I'm going to bring up right now with the the Free State project or not the project in itself. Um, however, like other members of the Free State project, because again we're at dinner, we're hanging out. There's a a female visiting from Maryland. Uh, she might have been here for the rally or for the the primaries or whatever, but she was in town. Um, she heard about the Free State Project. She wanted to come meet some Free State Project members to check it out to see if to see if this was the thing for her. Um, and uh, uh, unfortunately for some people, like I happen to be there, so I you know whatever. Just you know, again, I'm I'm a, I'm a very abrasive personality. There's a lot of like anarchists at the table. At least I I was hoping. Um, and even M, right? Like M, it, this ended up not happening. Uh, but M came and sat down and she was kind of in a bad mood. And she goes like, should I pick a fight tonight? Like, is tonight the night for me to like, just, you know, get, to, I was like, if you want to. <laughs> and then I think I kind of beat her to the punch. Cause I like, I, I tore into this girl. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> whatever. She deserved it. She fucking deserved it. Yeah. Number, number one, she deserved it. Number two, the, the, my vent process right now is that I did not have uh, as much support as I would have liked. Yeah, you should uh, have had. Yeah, should have had. Should have had. Um, aside from like uh, uh, like a couple people at the table. So you know, sh- you know, we're talking about like you know, uh, what's your job? How can you work for the government? Kind of a thing and whatever. Um, she admitted to being uh, a a constitutionalist, sort of like the Constitution authorizes it, therefore it's okay. Um, and then w- at one point she admitted that she was she wanted to live in a deep red conservative society state. Right, like that was like, where's the, where's the, like the reddest of the red, like just red, just conservative, all conservative all the time, uh, environment. And at one point, she goes like, so I don't really know if this Free State Project is right for me, you know, because you don't seem like deep red conservatives, because we're not. At least I'm not. I'm not. Um, and 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 then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what one less mover? No, no, this is the place for you. We want we want you and your conservative values to move here to the Free State Project. Um, and I'm not I'm not going to get too into it because I, I did a handshake uh, NDA with uh, the the guy now running uh, or or leading the charge for the Free State Project. Um, but he like he pulled out some facts and figures to show that yes, conservatives are welcome in the Free State Project. And not only that, there's an abundance of conservatives uh, in, in the Free State Project, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and I'm like, well, where, where did, the, number one, where did that come from? Um, and I, I get it, they take surveys. Uh, and number two, uh, it was, you know, one of, the other said, one of the other anarchists at the table said, well, there's a lot of anarchists here. Like 50% of the Free State Project is anarchists. And she goes like, well, babe, maybe this really isn't the place for me. Then I go, well, the anarchists don't really like, they don't sign petitions, they don't do surveys, and they don't really come out to events, right? Like, they could, we're fucking anarchists, you know? Like, leave us alone, let us do our thing, and we'll leave you alone. But in this case, no, she, she doesn't want to leave us alone uh, because she's a deep red conservative. Uh, and at one point, one of the other people that I was sitting at the table with goes, well, we need more conservatives to come here as part of the Free State Project to defend against, like, the, the, the liberal onslaught I go, what the hell are you talking about? You <laughs> what <know>? liberal onslaught? <laughs> well, and, and to be fair, there's a lot of there's a lot of like Democrats voted in, in state um, who want to pass dumb things like uh, income tax and other and sales tax, mm. which is two of the biggest selling points for like moving here. 
Uh, and right now there's a conservative governor who always vetoes that shit. Mm-hmm. So if, if the Democrats get, uh, get, get control of the elected government in the state, then they could sway the politics towards higher taxation. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so the question like posed to me was, well, what do you want? You know, do you, do you want, uh, do you want more, do you want more taxes or do you want a conservative in charge? I go, well, why does it have to be either or, right? Because on the other side of things, like, do you want legal drugs or do you want to pay higher taxes, right? Like, you know, <laughs> why does it have to be one or the other, right? You know, like you get drugs, but you get then you get taxed. For, if you if you vote in a Democrat, you can have all the drugs you want, but you pay higher taxes. You know, if you vote in a conservative, yes, taxes are low, uh, but you can't do any drugs. You know, so like, why are, why is that the value system that we're looking at here? You know, how mm-hmm. about how about no? We don't want fucking deep red conservatives. No, we don't want fucking tax raising uh, uh, liberals. Mm-hmm. How about yes? This is the live free or die state. We want more goddamn freedom. And the other, you know, thing that that uh, irks me uh, sometimes when when talking to uh, other project members is the uh, the 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 free state the free state project members like in the government itself, right? Because there's there's a there's a uh, volunteer not for profit whatever organization here that um, reads the bills the, the the state bills that get proposed and then they give like voting recommendations to to the legislatures and to the representatives in charge like if you really want vo- if you really want to vote for liberty right and you want to vote for freedom this is how you vote on this issue like it's a it's a it's a policy prescription recommendation and I go well that's a good thing. But mm-hmm. how do we have all these like fucking, you know, quote unquote, liberty candidates uh, not following those guidelines? Right. And, and the answer that I got was, well, because they're all individuals. So they all have their individual interests. So, of course, they're not going to agree on everything. I go, fine. But they should agree on things that either grant more freedom or don't grant more freedom. Right. Like that. Sh- that should not be a hard line. That shouldn't be a hard line uh, to to see. Right? Does it grant more freedom or does it take away freedom from the people? And if they're truly liberty candidates, why are they not all getting A pluses, you know, from from this organization? Right? Because your organization rates them, which means there's some liberty candidates, quote unquote liberty candidates, casting votes for less freedom because it serves some other policy position that they have uh, more than it serves more freedom and more liberty uh, for for everyone. I go, that's that's outright BS right there. Right. If, if the question is like freedom and liberty, they should all be voting the same. Not only they should all they should know the answer. They should be voting the same. It shouldn't be like, you know, oh, yes, I'm the liberty candidate and I voted in favor of this new law. And then someone else going, well, I'm the liberty candidate and I voted uh, against this new law because the law either, you know, it, it either grants more freedom or it takes it away. It either increases taxes or it, or it reduces it or, you know, or it stays the same, but either way, you know, it's, it's, it's either one or the other. And I don't understand, you know, how quote unquote Liberty candidates or Liberty representatives, uh, can disagree on those things. Like it should be like fundamental, uh, to, to personal freedom and personal Liberty to go one way or the other. And to have a disagreement means one of you is not really the Liberty candidate. And therefore I don't want you telling me what to do anyway. So I don't even, I don't even vote for those fuckers on a, on a local level. Some, some better than others, right? Maybe, you know, the, the guy who gets an A plus and voted straight down the freedom line. All right, I got you. 
but what like what is he actually doing aside from you know just spinning the wheels or treading water right mm-hmm. you, you bring more candidates in you bring more liberty-minded people in but you got to vote conservative right we've heard that before you, you've you got to vote you've got to vote republican otherwise the democrats are going to take over and tax us into oblivion yeah i go yeah. Well, but then but then but then you get stuck with all the conservative shit too yeah. right it shouldn't that, be a i mean that's that's part of the problem with having a, a two two party system um they hold uh certain things hostage so it's like uh they they still get their drug war um as as long as they don't raise taxes or at least say they're not going to raise taxes yeah so because that's something that's gone up a bunch too like the marijuana legalization you know always gets vetoed by this republican governor so there's like there's decrim but there's not legalization there's still like more that can be done and because you have a republican governor in charge here it doesn't get done uh, and then you got to wait two years right but if you wait two years and vote in a democrat well then you get your weed uh, but then you get taxes like oh i don't want that either you know yeah so yeah i think uh a third party that's that's viable would uh, be a, a good thing, um, or somebody that. Uh, how should I say it? Um, uh, fools them, so he runs as a conservative, and then all of a sudden switches, and it's like, oh, psych! I'm actually libertarian. So I think the, you know, the more free staters in the project there are, the more likelihood of that happening. But yeah. You know, still not likely. <laughs> I suggested that on Free Talk Live some months ago because a caller right. called in like, I'm a libertarian, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and, and his question that was posed like, well, what do libertarians have to do to start winning elections? And I said, Run his, lie. Well, rub, yeah. I said, well, lie. Th- that's what politics is, is lying. Right. So I don't know. Like, why is that not an option? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, should, it should be the front and foremost option yeah, in my exactly. mind. If you're, if you're yeah. going to play this shitty game, right, yeah. play to yeah. fucking win. And how yeah. do you win? You know, and uh, uh, Ian, the, the main co-host of Retalk Live, like kind of, you know, grilled me a little bit because like, oh, no, that's that we want to we want to play an ethical game of you know of of morality and, no. and win on principle i go well how's that working out man you're losing right yeah yeah if, no politics the goal is, is, yeah. is not about morals it's it's not about ethics it's not about uh, what it is about is winning it's a stupid game and it's about winning yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> and so if if you want to run the ethical moral principled campaign and educate people by all means but that's, that's not the question that he asked he said how do you win and if you want to win just lie yeah so, and I said, lie on a mass scale. I said, I said, lie and have enough liars lined up behind you to lie in the next round so you can fool them twice in a row. Right. Mm-hmm. Like tell them one thing, do something else and then, you know, control the opposition so that when the next election comes around and like you've done your four years and now it's time to like vote that some bitch out because he gave us more freedom and, you know, lowered our taxes and legalized all the drugs and we just yeah. can't have that around here. Uh, then have the next guy ready to lie again, right? Yeah. Like, oh, no, drug war and fuck y'all, you guys, and, and then to do continue your policies when he wins. That's, that's what I think is funny about the, the primary system. So all the Democrats are competing on stage to be the most socialist, communist, more, you know, free education, free everything for everybody. Um, do that's you what really their f- people want to hear. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're, it's like they're lying, uh, you know, to get the, the to win the primary, to get the 
the you know the young people to come out and, and vote for them and and uh and, and sway the the primary into to their advantage um but you know after they get that then they're going to move center they have to because at that point <laughs> they have to attract the way conservatives right from so the that, hardline conservatives. what that means is they they're liars <laughs> and yes. you know you know they're going to do it so so at, at that point and and this is i guess this is what pisses off the the liberals so much about trump you know uh, it, it becomes about which personality do you like the best? And they absolutely hate Trump's personality. <laughs> you know, policy or not, it doesn't matter. It's not much different than Obama's. Well, okay, so credit where credit is due as far as certain deregulations and sure. certain rollbacks of, 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 of Obama policies on the part of Trump. Right. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes when it comes to like more freedom, he does a lot to take away freedom and liberty. Uh, but he has done a handful of things, especially year one. Like year sure. one was like, all right, yeah, fuck more business freedom, less regulations, go Trump. Um, but not so much not so much in the in the last few years, not so much mm-hmm. recently. However, you can't say that it was a hundred percent Obama policies, um, because he has, you know and that's that's part of his ego trip, um and his uh his, you know, feud with Obama. Right, like he feuded with Obama uh, when he before he was president, and then you know took some shit from Obama about hey hey at least I'm president. He's like, well, if that's the way we're going to play it, then I'm going to be president too. Uh, and then yeah, but and, you know, and continued that feud by pushing back on everything that Obama passed. Right, like rewinding the tape, going yeah. like, well, Pu- pushing back on it isn't isn't good enough. I mean. There's there's so much room for improvement. <laughs> yeah, not it's saying just... <laughs> I'm not saying he's the best or the greatest or anything right. like that. Yeah, I'm just saying in 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 the realm of things, he's continued on certain of the uh, warfare policies yeah. of Obama. So uh, so my favorite one was the uh, uh, Obama made it so or Obamacare. It's not even maybe Obama's decision, but there was this uh, idea that you had to. It was required on the on the IRS tax form that you have to declare uh, which insurance policy you, you're, you're paying for, right? Um, and the individual so, mandate. So it's still there's still a mandate that you have to have uh, healthcare, but uh, there's not a mandate that you have to declare on your IRS form anymore. Um, so it's like okay, so Trump removed you know the the that mandate to put it on, on the IRS form, but, but he didn't remove, uh, the mandate for healthcare. So, you know, it's like, I don't know. I didn't really care about either one of them. So, right. Small incremental step, but in the right direction. Yeah. And whatever, you know, again, not praising Trump, not, not supporting Trump, not saying I like what he's doing. Just, you know, some like the, you know, the, the broken clock, sometimes they get it right. And when you, mm-hmm. when you make things easier for people, um, or bit or businesses, right? When you when you increase the ability for other for smaller businesses to compete, um, yeah, you gotta throw them a bone. You know, he th- he throws us a bone. We go, all right, we got the bone. Now do something good, right? Do do something yeah. else with it. Um, but yeah, not a not a not a chance I, of getting support. I think uh, there, there's there's people who think that once Trump is gone, uh, that their life will be better, um, and for a lot of people it was once obama's gone then life will be better and to me it's like it it didn't really make that big of it make any difference really right but once once obama was gone right all the conservatives now they now their lives are psychologically better right because their guys in so they're happy 
Last four yeah. years, they've ecstatic, you know, like the trigger the libtards, you know, screw those guys. No socialism here. Woo, we're <laughs> our guys in charge and we're winning. Right. But that's my point. There's not really that much less socialism. It's like, it's right. But they basically feel different. Yeah. Yeah. They it's, feel. And on the other side of things, right, even with as much socialism as there was under Obama, right, you have the left just upset, like in a, in a per, perpetual <laughs> state of discontent for the last four, three and a half, four years just because Trump's in charge, right? Has yeah. nothing to do with like their day-to-day life, has nothing to do with their ability to like be happy or be successful or get things done. It's just, God damn it, I can't believe I exist in the world with this fucker's present. And if I have to, I will kill myself if I have to do it for another four years. Like never, never, never again. So they're, they're in for like a world of heartache uh, yeah. if, if he gets reelected. But at the same time, they could choose not to be. Right, they could choose yeah. to to just you know be successful, be better off, uh, you know, be happy, uh, as it were. And wouldn't it be great if they you know came to the realization that they could be all those things in the absence of the state and not need right. their person <laughs> in charge to be any of those things, right? And then they'll move slightly in our direction until their guy wins, and then we lose them all over again. <laughs> yeah, R- fucking rinse, repeat. Yeah. All right, we're we're at the end of the show, my man. Wow! Uh, right. So, uh, any any final thoughts? Anything? Anything else to say at all? You gotta find out who that chick is that wants to move to the free, free state project. That that conservative girl and uh, uh, what do you call it? Just uh, you know, dox her and and make her uh, wish she was never even heard of the word free state. Yeah. I well, I mean, if you're interested in that, like I. I know her profile on Facebook. Like they put, um, they put that they put that out there on Facebook. I, I'm joking, but okay. yeah, somebody needs to tell her. Yeah, no, you're not going to help us out. <laughs> but that's the thing. They think they think that she will because she will vote conservative and keep the taxes down, as if that's the only thing that's important. Yeah, and it's really not. <laughs> it's, it's like it's one half of the coin, and it, like it's 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 a problem with the it's a problem with politics in general it's exacerbated because i expect more out of these people who made the move for the free state project well, yeah, regardless exactly. of the political affiliation like you're supposed to be able to see through the bullshit and when you're recruiting conservatives just to keep your taxes down you're only looking at half the picture yeah. all right final thoughts Is that it that's it all right thank you very much for listening everybody you guys know where to find us anarchistexperience.com uh, float.app slash anarchist experience uh, or find the telegram groups uh, t.me slash anarchist experience or t.me slash the anarchist experience and if you'd like to contribute to the show financially do so through patreon patreon.com slash the anarchist experience thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you all next week peace